Right now, you're listening to this podcast with something that's connected to the internet. Maybe it's a laptop, a tablet, a smartphone. And on that same smartphone, maybe you're checking how many steps you've taken today, or changing the temperature on your thermostat. Today, billions of things are connected to the internet, making up the so-called Internet of Things. And as this Internet of Things grows at such an unprecedented rate, the demand for cybersecurity skills has never been higher. Positions are going unfilled, and companies just can't hire enough talented people to fill these much-needed jobs. So why is this? Part of the answer comes down to the public perception of hacking. The challenge right now is that society doesn't really know what hacking is. That's David Brumley, the director of Scilab, Carnegie Mellon's Security and Privacy Institute, and a professor of electrical and computer engineering. They don't know that this is a career you can go into and that there's a huge number of jobs and people get paid a lot of money for it. But there's a second problem, and that the people who are exposed to it are only exposed to it in a very negative way. There's a set of people who, every time they read in the newspaper, read about a hacker and they're equating hacker with criminal. And nothing could really be further from the truth. To the hacker, it's all about creativity. It's about going and looking at those really most critical things that we have out there, our critical infrastructure, as well as our personal memories, and making sure that they're safe, making sure that companies didn't try to lock the door but leave the windows open. And we really need those hackers to be thinking creatively to go make sure that everything is safe so that society knows that everything that they're using out there as far as technology is safe to use. Professor Brumley is also the faculty mentor for Carnegie Mellon's competitive hacking team, the Plaid Parliament of Poning, or PPP as many call them. They've been the top-ranked hacking team in the world in recent years. Here are a few members of PPP sharing their thoughts on hacking and giving us a glimpse into the hacker psyche. Hacking to me is like a puzzle. It's like taking things that aren't supposed to be done, maybe they weren't supposed to be intended, and then doing it and doing it in a way that someone may not have expected in order to do something, anything, really. My name is Carolina Zarate, and I am a junior in SCS and minoring in computer security and privacy. It's kind of like a game almost. There's really no straightforward way of doing it, and oftentimes there's ends up being multiple ways. I can kind of sit there for hours on end and just at the same problem, just keep hitting at it until I get it. I just really enjoy it. Companies will actually hire hackers to hack their own company. If you're a company with a website and let's say you're getting like pummeled by hackers left and right, you want to know like, okay, how are they getting in? So then you hire a hacker because who knows how to get in better than a hacker. And so these guys will actually find the bugs and vulnerabilities to be able to tell the company like, hey, this is like how people are getting in. This is how I would get in. You should probably fix this. And then they fix it. And so that's a good thing. My name is Tim Becker and I study computer science and math. I would define hacking as manipulating software or hardware into performing something that it's capable of, but it wasn't intended to do. 
back when I was in high school. I was competing in, in Pico CTF, which was the high school competition. I was competing in it with, just with some friends for fun. Um, we didn't expect to, to do very well. We were just interested in, in hacking. After like the first day or so, it was, it was a 10-day competition, we were in the like top 10 on the scoreboard. And it was that, at that point that I realized like, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're pretty good at this. The next nine days or so was basically just spending, I don't know, 10 plus hours a day learning how to hack different things, learning how to solve the challenges. We ended up in third place. That's actually how I got into this. My name is Melanie Rich-Wittrig. I'm a graduate student at Carnegie Mellon, and I'm earning my Master of Information Security degree through the Information Networking Institute. I think of hacking as understanding how something works to the point that you can really break it. When you are able to break something, you see how it ticks, you understand like the weak points, and that's when you can start to figure out how you might want to fix it. I feel like it's really important to try to fix a lot of security holes that are out there. Um, I also feel like it's really important to get other people understanding hacking enough so that they can start to fix things. A lot of people get nervous when I talk about teaching like high schoolers how to hack, but it's, it's really about giving kids a place that they can experiment safely, try stuff out, figure out what works, what doesn't, it's really important to, you know, give a, a safe environment to try some of this stuff out and play, and then maybe they'll think about going into cybersecurity and we'll get more cybersecurity professionals, which we definitely need. I'm Ned Williamson, and I graduated uh, six months ago from CMU. If you think what I'm doing is like breaking into people's computers, that's what you think from the movies, but it's not really the case. What I do could be used for that, but it could also be used to protect people. It's, it's kind of like checking whether you could break into a bank. Like, you could be the person who is hired by the bank to figure out, is it possible? There's always some kind of weakest chain, like some kind of weakest link. And if there's a human in the loop, like, trying to figure out what that is, that's what I think hacking is, basically. Most things you do in your life, it's already pretty well prescribed what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get up, you know, brush your teeth, go to school, whatever, right? And you just kind of follow a pattern. You get to school and then you kind of keep going. And then, boom, I come across this thing where all of a sudden you're doing something that there's companies trying to make it impossible for you to do. There's just something so real about it that you can just cut past all these layers of what people think is possible. It's, it's really interesting, yeah. This podcast series has been brought to you by Carnegie Mellon University's College of Engineering. I'm Daniel Tachik.